You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on? It's really hello. <laughs> this is VI, and it's the Emmy Boys. You know what I'm talking about? Factors TV. Factors you know, TV hello, episode um, 24. Me, 24. Yeah, in the Kobe's career. You know what I'm saying? Was it 824? Greatness yeah. on the horizon. You know what I'm Christmas talking about? Eve 24. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're stupid, dog. What's going on, man? Welcome back, man. Appreciate you guys supporting us. The love has been tremendous since coming back since our Emmy victory. Um, shout out Converge as usual, man. This is home. Black media does matter. Man, I'm really, once again, my brother VI. We're here rocking with you guys, man. I'm very thankful to be here again. We got a special guest today, my girl Leah Janae. We're going to bring her on a little bit later, and we're going to make sure to have us a good time, man. We got some I like good that questions. Name. You like that name? Leah Janae. It's just smooth, ain't it? Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Word the big bird. I like that. Come here, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> Leah Janae. So that name sounds stressful, don't it? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, girl. You be calling that year. Leah. <laughs> Leah, no. But uh, what, what we got going today, man? How you feeling, man? How you been? What's been going on with you? Um, I've been good, man. Uh, been busy. A lot of family in town. My sister's in town from, from Baton Rouge, both of them. Um, she's with her husband, the kids. Then we've got a house full of kids. We've got a house full of people. But we've been enjoying each other's time and chilling man uh been having my oldest with me since school's out and that boy's crazy but <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's been all good what's up with you he's a little you man he's a little you um shit me myself man i just been hanging out like snot um hanging out with the little ones for father's day got to enjoy myself with family and loved ones like you said sisters is in town um so i got to see them a little bit um one of my sisters getting over COVID, so she just had to quarantine herself, and I'm like, hang on with her soon. Yana get yeah, better. Yeah, she caught it late. I caught it three yeah. times since she's caught it. Yeah, that's my um, that's my artist, man. That that's my singer, my soul writer. So get better, Yana. I'm gonna see you soon. Um, been getting ready for these summer events. We got a smoking flow coming up. Um, we got a couple East things side coming up, man. Eastside versus game. South Side game. Um, we do a basketball game in the neighborhood every year. Sparked it off for the town to do it within their own neighborhoods. Um, show some respect. <laughs> show some effort. Now, uh, how was Father's Day? You said Father's Day, man. Um, Father's, Father's Day was good. Honestly, you know, it's always tough um, dealing with having my own issues with my father, but also. The person I looked up to is not and they're no longer alive or here. That was my father figure. So it's tough in some aspects, but having my daughters enjoying time with my babies, that means the world. So I got to hang out with my, my young one and um we went to the Juneteenth Day at a African American yeah. Museum and it was really good. A lot of beautiful people there, a lot of businesses. Um got to see a lot of friends, a lot of family. And everywhere I went, man, it was getting love for the Emmy, man. Like it feels it's good. Dope. It feels good to be a hometown hero walking around. It was like, dope, man. You did that. And people know Emily what it is. Boy. Man, it's huge, man. It's only getting greater later. Man, I can't wait. He was at a, a WAP. Yeah, it was at me. It's not funny. I'm serious. Hey, yeah, you like her name too much. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, my father's day was really good. Um, kids enjoying family, and I like it because it's a day where I can, I have, I have mommy privilege. <laughs> I don't want to drive, I don't want to do anything. I shouldn't have to do anything today. Today is my day, it's about me. It's like your birthday, so. I really enjoy Father's Day because it's like, you know, I woke up to gifts and it's like, 
no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't. And I don't have to explain it. It doesn't have to be all extra. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. It's not my day to do it. So that's why I appreciate it, you know, because yeah, you I seen know. put up a he had a beautiful uh, tribute video for Father's Day from oh, all yeah. your boys. Well, all my boys. All the more boys. One who can't talk. So that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. you know, was, he was gibberish up, you know, <laughs> up there. But um That was very cute. Uh nah. Uh, <laughs> I put Beyonce in there for clickbait, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> I didn't really have much to say about it besides she dropped uh, Break My Soul. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, a house dance type of vibe uh, at 12.01 at night, you know. Of course, she did what she do because she has, she has her own cult type. She has her own following. Yeah. She had a sneaky drop on not only the music, but not probably, probably about a month, maybe two months ago. She did another um, Adidas and Ivy Park yeah. a collab. And... Uh, Literally, man, like sold out once again, of course. And only you've seen the celebrities really getting the big bags and the boxes sent to them. So it was kind of good to see. But these celebrities that have a chance to drop music out of nowhere and it just goes number one. That's people don't think about that when it comes to not just the, the power music, the following. Yeah, the power it has. Hey, I'll just put a name in there. Just put it in there so people can click it. Because yeah, they don't care. Because every day they search my name anyway. Like yeah. there's a million people every day that search my name. So as long as I drop something to have some content, then I guarantee somebody's going to click on it. What they say about Beyonce? Yeah, you know, it's the beehive's going so. crazy, man. You know, so click on this. Factor TV, Emmy Boys. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Emmy Boys. <laughs> What's going on, man? What else is uh, going on? BG, Brittany Griner. Um, Free my girl BG, man. The real BG. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin's. I laugh because that's what I call my farts. I'll be Vladimir. <laughs> I'll be Vladimir Putin. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nah, he, um, one of his representatives' name is Dmitry Peskov. Um, he basically did a press release where they're saying BG's not a hostage, you know, she's not being held hostage, yeah, you know, captive. And yeah, I could agree with that until they try to swap out, you know, yeah. like because maybe, you know, some places their laws are different. They're harsher. Maybe for, you know, hashish oil, you might get taxed over there. You they know just do process, too. Yeah. Everybody, well, I'm thinking of America's process, which is but, still but, but everywhere is different. You know, somebody yeah. might be. But then when you throw in, you try to. Swap her out for arms and weapons. You're negotiating. Yeah, you know, a basketball player that smoked a vape or had a vape with someone who carried and dealt arms illegally across the border. With international waters, terrorism, you know really, saying? when yeah. you're trafficking weapons like that. So yeah. that's my thing. You know, um, she is a hostage. She's a prisoner of war. Like I said, like there's no if they hadn't done that, with are negotiating about it, you know, about getting her back and sending this dude over and swapping it out. Then it wouldn't be that. But the fact that you guys you know, want to do that. It's like, she is, you know, you're denying the fact, but she is a prisoner of war. So as always, we still have to bring her home. Um, something needs to be done about it because she's just sitting on there for nothing. I can see she really did a heinous crime, but like I said, everyone else is different. So to them it might be, you know, a hard judgment, but it's like, come on now. It's a hard judgment, but it's just a simple fact of it's someone else playing on your uh, national team. She went over there to go play, if not for Russia, she went to go play a game against Russia that supported your economy. You know what I'm saying? Those games are big over there. And she's a U.S. star. And um, not only that, she's a human being and she's someone that deserves rights. So it just doesn't seem right as far as not seeing her, not really hearing her voice, not knowing her story. I mean, she could either be living uh, a luxury lifestyle over there and they treat her really good, or she could be in a, a prison, a camp that is just dirty and has you know bad laws and bad regulations. So, Turking for Twinkies. Man, you said what? Huh? You said Turking for Twinkies? Turking for t t Twinkies. You never know what they do <laughs> over there. Do so, something strange. Free BG. Do something right. strange. But, man, you know, hell froze over. They might as well free her because they said, uh, well, Austin, Texas is raising the 
went minimum wage to twenty two dollars. Oh yeah, it's at fifteen dollars now. It's gonna go to twenty two. And the thing is, you know, it should be like that everywhere because you know people be like, nobody wants to work, nobody wants to slave. You know, for you know wages that aren't living wages. But yeah, they're taking up to twenty two dollars an hour, and that's citywide for I believe city workers. And I think this is going to cost them like between 24 and 38 million to do so. They'd be coming out with this money, man. This bread be popping out. And money, we just sent a billion to Ukraine. We come on now. Take the, people, people will go to work for some real money. No, you're not getting people going to work for nothing, especially here where it costs to live. You're better off doing something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Seattle, you got to have a job, a side hustle, and a scam. And Sugar Mama's still looking too. <laughs> still looking. Sugar Mama's tapping. Get at me. <laughs> Uh, Get at me, sugar mommy. I always wants to be a sugar baby. My ad name's at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> That's why I couldn't be a woman. I tell people all the time I cannot be a woman. <laughs> why is that? I'll be coming off that pole. You know <laughs> I'll be, be in the parking lot getting some numbers. <laughs> Beginning, ain't it? Be I'd have sugar, sugar daddies everywhere. <laughs> be what you in late test for? On some old man's boat. So that's why God. That's, that's that's why God made me a dude. Yeah, God made you a dude for a great reason. That's why he made me a dude, man. He's like, no, this this guy's gonna be off the chain. <laughs> Put a penis on that one. This guy. This guy's gonna be off the chain. I'm oh, sorry, dog. Set the back to the fit. Oh yeah. No, nah, anyway. for real, seriously. So. Oh God, this guy is. Shout out to Austin for doing what's right. You know, <laughs> feeding the people. For real. <laughs> Man, I just say what people think, man. Guys think it too. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing on dead ass serious. No, but, because they don't know you. This is us. He says this stuff behind closed doors. Like, hey, man. Remember, glad I ain't no female. This thing is stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it in Dollar Strip Club. But um, oh. I see you talking about education and workforce. What's up with that, man? Um, Because... One thing that the pandemic has showed us is that um, it created a lot of bosses, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, to re it had people, including myself, refine talents or brush up on talents. But one of the major things is it shows, I mean, how the workforce doesn't really care for you. And everything that you do, everything that's happening is kind of like you comparing workforce, you comparing education, you comparing different things. It's like, what's worth it right now? What's worth my time? We always got to think about time, but what's really worth my time right now in this time of life? Like, and, and, and that's why I said for the pandemic, it showed, it really showed you what America could do for people. Yeah, like, the, and it was I a joke on Facebook, but when you said that, that was real. Like, I swear to God, I'm not trying to cut you off, but that was real. Like, you can see what America, America wanted to. Well, like what they could do. You know, people, they want people in brick and mortar for different reasons. So many people work from home. They found money out of nowhere to help you support. It might not have been a lot, but you know, it was something they, they, they could do out in regular. Hey, here's some money, you know, like, so it showed you, the pandemic showed you what they could do if they wanted to. When they're in jeopardy, you know what I'm saying? When their business is oh, out yeah, our economy is about to crash. Let's throw some bread out there, baby. Go ahead and put it out yeah, there yeah, in the front like, line. Like, cause they know consumers help, you know, their businesses. So yeah. it, that's, that's my thing. It showed you what they could be doing if they really wanted to. See, they don't think you that know? the politics hit the streets. The streets are where it starts. Okay. You guys better get used to it, man. Learn who's in front of you. Dice games boost the local economy. Man, if they knew that, they would encourage you. I'm telling you. Bro always says it, man, but we need the Sonics back. We need to make sure that we get this revenue going with these nightclubs and that our ladies are taken care of because these rookie contracts from the Seahawks ain't doing it for them. They I told them, man. They're, you know, they're used to, to Range Rovers and stuff, man, not Challengers and Chargers. And, <laughs> you know, 
For real. <laughs> I'm not even being funny, man. Whatever. I, I've, I've been out here. I've seen it. They're unhappy. So <laughs> we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got a special guest, a young Heidi McHeidi who just graduated. Yeah, my girl Leah Janae, man. Factors TV. Leah Janae. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. Yo, back at it is really some um, Factors TV. So I'm back with a special guest, my girl Leah Janae. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you again. I want to say thank you, you for coming back. They don't know, but we know. So I appreciate you. We know. For real, for real. <laughs> um, she is the owner of Kiss My Press Boutique and other things. You go check her out. And also a UW graduate. So congrats on that. Thank you. Um, she graduated in 2020, right? Yes, 2020. But due to COVID and restrictions and all that, they say, let's do a ceremony for those who didn't get to have one. So I actually think that's really dope, it for was. real, because that's a memory that you really want. And during that time of life, you're like, okay, I might not never walk across stage in front of my loved ones, in front of friends or with the people I went to school with. So I want to say congratulations on that, no matter when it was, because I, I'm working for that myself. So I'm happy to see people succeed and graduate and get their degrees. So once again, congratulations. I don't care if it was 2020. You did that. You walked not too long ago. So I'm looking at the, the story like, damn, do I say congrats or is this a memory? But <laughs> I'm glad you uh, cleared, cleared that up for me. But um, please let the people know who you are, um, not only what you do and about how you started your business. Kiss my press. Yeah. So again, you guys, my name is Leah Janae. I'm originally from Georgia, Southern girl. I'm 24. I love fashion, if you cannot tell. And yeah, I have my own boutique called Kiss My Pris. Um, that is my baby. I started it, honestly, the name of it and the concept of it in like 2017, because it was originally like a blog where, you know, I wrote different blog posts about lifestyle and fashion and love, and then put my different virtual stylings on there as well. And I took a break from that. I kind of dismantled that site. And I was like, uh, I don't know what I want to do. And I was like, no, like Kiss My Press has still been with me. It's been something like the name of it and the brand of it that I've had for a while. So why not push myself to follow my dreams and start that boutique. That's what's up. That's and that's determination. And I'm, I'm glad you did that because even when I met you, it was like the first thing you said, like you even say you were a graduate. You were just like, hey, this, I'm like, okay, cool. Why well, don't let me know she's serious about that. Her direction and intentions are to show that. And so learning anything else was like a plus. So I want to know, is there anybody in your family, anybody you know or could think of that might have inspired, if not the fashion tips, but the entrepreneurship part of you? Do you give anybody credit for that? Yeah, I would definitely give my mom, my granny, you know, they were seamstresses. So that definitely kind of runs in my blood in terms of my business and entrepreneurship. I'd have to say my sister, like she's a business professor at Highline College. So, you know, she and my mom instilled education in me and, you know, really being a boss lady and knowing that women, we rule the world and we got to, you know, Big step, you know, okay. we got to step. I, I, so. can, I can dig that. I can dig yeah, that. Just so a mix of that. It's a line of bosses that, that yeah. flow. It's a line yeah. of women. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I understand that. I come from a strong line of women as myself. So I'll shout out the black ladies that's doing their thing, all the business women that's doing their thing. Um, when it comes to this line you're in of on a boutique and, you know, staying current with fashion and stuff, how do you stay current? How do you stay relevant with today's, uh, I would say, trends? You know, because it's some things that are forever, some things are for right now. So how do you stay current with it? 
Yeah, with the trends, I feel like a lot of it is coming from TikTok. I feel like that's where a lot of people are open to express their fashion sense in a way that like we're on the journey with them. You know, we're seeing how they're literally putting the pieces together and then how it looks versus Instagram, where even though that is a way, it's like, here's the finished product, here's the look. But TikTok is is really getting personal with what people like. Okay, yeah, that basically answered my next question, which was asking, um, do you believe that social media plays a big part? Obviously you do. Um, I'm learning more about TikTok. Horrible at making videos, <laughs> but I have a lot of content. So I'm trying to put together. I be seeing your stuff like, damn, she, it's a movie every time TikTok comes on. She didn't did the extra. So I have to take your class, you know, have okay. to figure something out because I literally am trying to learn how to use it. Um, this using social media to its full extent, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how to do it or what it means. And I'm learning myself, no matter the following I have, what I've done, I'm still learning things along the way. And that is a huge part of it. And to see your visuals when you post them, I'm like, damn, man, it looks professional. Like <laughs> she got a personal editor that walk around ready to edit everything. Um, so with that being said, I know we have the internet and we have storefronts, we have different things. Where do you see your business in three to five years? Kiss my press, where do you see it growing? So in about three to five years, I'd say definitely still e-commerce. That's key. But I really do want to have a storefront because I feel like storefronts, they're dwindling away. And I feel like especially in Seattle, there really aren't a lot of boutiques like that are, that are for, you know, trendy, urban, black, popping young women. It's a lot of, you know, frilly, you know, southern white girl boutiques or old lady boutiques. But it's nothing that like me and my girls would wear. So to go and say, I need a quick fit before the club that should be something that should be offered. And that happened with gentrification. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm born and raised here. There was a lot of boutiques growing up, oh, wow. really was. Um, yeah, it's sad when you think about it, talk about it because the Seattle I come from is full of life, culture and love. Um, people don't realize, even me, I'm first born, first generation born here, everybody else from somewhere else. So in Seattle, you people around my age are usually like that and they don't realize that, you know, with gentrification, we lost a lot of things that we knew, you know? So it's an attachment to certain things. So when I hear, People aren't from here or been here a certain amount of time that didn't get to experience black Seattle. And the, I'm talking about in the nineties, it's a fact that we were the largest business class, you know, um, late nineties, early two thousands in the U S like it was, we come from great beginnings or foundation. It's just all been broken down. So it's just disheartening when I hear, you know, it's like, I understand it because it's not here. You ain't lying, but it's like, I remember a time where, you know, I can take you a few places and you might get what you like, you know, there are a few around, but it's few and far in between. So, you know, it's kind of tough to think about, but it's all good. We're going to keep going. Another question is being a businesswoman, being young, being in college, everything mixes the one trying to find a balance. I want to know, what maturity level, what what growth did you think you had to hit as far as to really buckle down, not only with school, but a business? Like, do you think that it took our age or it took a certain event or time? I would say that it took a mentality, honestly. It really isn't even age because there's 16 year olds that are way ahead in their business game that are killing it. And it's really just a mentality of knowing that's what you want to do. That's what you're going to do and putting the work to it. As simple as that. It's about the manifestation. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's exactly how I feel. Before I let you go, I got an important question. 
Are you FNF free this summer? I am. <laughs> Let's you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> don't play this song. I don't want to hear it, but I got to ask her. I got to know. We need answers over here. Period. At TV. Girls, we are FNF this okay. summer, okay? Okay. Listen. If you're confused about it, let him know. Blast that in his ear. He'll, he'll no, you actually it hit out. her up. Her social's going to be all over this episode. So you hit her up and ask her Period. and get educated. Um, I want to say thank you for me and my brother, Factors TV, having you again. Um, you coming through. We had some difficulties. We worked it out. Thank you for staying consistent and just giving us another try. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I love what y'all are doing. Yeah. The whole setup is like on points. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. I love seeing the black excellence. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. And black media does matter. So you guys remember that. Um, we're going to go to another break, man. Shout out Factors TV. I'm really, we'll be right back. You, we back at it is really, it's me. <laughs> SVI, man. He's a he's an a-hole. Um, and we're back, man. Um, we had a great guest on Lee's name. She's great, man. Her energy's in it. She's the best. She's, She's dope, the best. Man. I love having good people on, man. It's always everybody wants to do this. And oh man, oh, yes. let me come on the podcast, bro. Let me don't be having nothing to talk about, and yeah. it don't be hot ladies. And you get so. in front of there and do the the Talladega nights. <laughs> oh no, do my hands, bro. <laughs> so listen, man, we got some new music that dropped. We talked about Beyonce, man. Who else did a uh, midnight drop? Aubrey. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. He uh, he dropped. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the name of it because it was some house mess. Because <laughs> it's called Nevermind. That's why he said exactly. That's why he forgot out it. Out of mind. Nevermind. Drop by Drake. Uh, this everybody seems to be going in a house type of vibe. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to clear some up because there's a big debate on Twitter about where house music started. Was it black or not? It was started in the '70s. Um, DJ Knuckles at a place called the Warehouse in Chicago. And that's how I got house music name. He's the godfather of house music. So yes, it did come through us, but um, it's like a big hoopla about people using it. You know, it's, it's like people want their music to be heard, but also they got an issue with it being used. You know what I'm saying? It's marketing for other, you know, for people who might not come from there. Um, but I've never really been into it. Have you ever really been into it like that? Um, some songs like um, going to DC when we have, I oh, yeah, yeah. Up some people, some artists. Um, they do a lot of go-go, but they also do house music. Um, I actually don't listen to it a lot, but there are some catchy things um, with the internet that I've heard that I've hung on to. And with Drake, I just think it's a time in the moment. Um, a lot of people are doing like upbeat, you know what I'm saying? Reggae tone, you know, for the summer, um, even on Future's album, everybody, you know, even with Tim's, a lot of people are using this upbeat to kind of set the tone for the summer. Fabulous just dropped something with, with Jeremiah Fabulous and um hitmaker which was um used to write music him bark yeah 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 <laughs> what's his name young bug young bug yeah so they just dropped another joint it's actually decent but it has that upbeat reggaeton type of pace so i just think that's the the direction everybody's pushing in at this time especially for the summer and everything opening back up everybody's trying to you know feel like they're on the island wilding speaking of wilding i've been watching uh the warrior celebration and clay was drunk right. on the float and before we start this, I just want to say, you can't talk about somebody's going to react until you're in the moment. If you've never been there. Oh, yeah. And then what they've been through, they earned it, man. Go ahead. No, yeah, they had losing seasons and, you know, injuries. So, you know, I, I feel them. Um, I was also happy they won, too, because Curry got to solidify, you know, his legendary, you know, 13 seasons, one team, four championships, his first finals MVP, though. So, you know, shout out to the Warriors. Uh, but I, I, I believe Boston will be back there. Young team, um, great coaching. Mm, they might have to move some pieces around, though, to me, um, as far as Tatum might have to be moved. 
Brown showed up, but um, they're a young team besides Al Harford. He's got to be in in, in the NBA, NBA years. NBA years he's yeah. be, he's yeah. a great grandpa, but he's still effective. You know, yeah. you, see, you see how much he affected the game and stepped up and um, gave him that last push, push that that energy that they didn't have because um, you can see the young guys who didn't have that experience. They were fatigued. You know, they were tired. They were frustrated mentally. So, um, once again, shout out to the Warriors, though, but you can't take nothing from um, Steph Curry, man. He's proved himself and come back from being, you know, down and being a top five team to not mention it at all for two years. Clay being injured, coming back from injury, not being mentioned at all. Then everybody doubting him and, you know, you're going straight to the shit, man. So all the stuff I see, I'm loving it. I love when people who are themselves. We know who Draymond is. He's been himself since day one. But Curry, Clay, they kind of had these like personas and, you know, you got to have a facade just to save face and make sure that you're being seen right in the public light. And uh, these guys are showing out. I mean, it's been all types of middle fingers and, you know, F you bombs and, you know, we this and we that. And I mean, you can't be mad at them. They did something that everybody said they couldn't do again. And you're putting yourself in a category of people that's like legendary. You know, you got multiple championships, not two, not three, but four. So it's a big thing, man. I, I'm, I'm congratulating them guys. And I'm not mad at them celebrating. Not one bit. No, I'm not. That's a major feat. Last year, uh, last year was May 21st. Um, Curry in a press conference after they lost um, and, and got, you know, put out, yeah. put out. He basically told him, you know, next year you don't want to see us. And sure enough, you know, this year that he didn't want to see him. Probably didn't get to see him for real, for real. No, seriously. So, you know, uh, shout out to the Warriors and the Bay Area. I know the Bay went crazy, you know, as they always do when, you know, any yeah, franchise. Yeah, like that. No, that's what I'm really happy for. Forty Water, man. Ooh, we beat to rap. What he beat to. Shut up, man. Jesus. <laughs> you know I love 40, man. That's my unk, man. Now what's going on, man? What's next, man? What you feeling, man? You closing it out? What you doing? I mean, it's all good, man. As long as you're ready to go, man. You, you good? You yeah, I'm like, all right, man. You, you know, man, you just you know. I'm thinking about it earlier, man. You know, I I'd be driving to Portland right now. <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know, man. Just just never mind it. You know, don't worry about it. God, thank you for making Vi uh, a young man <laughs> and not a young woman. Anybody want to shout out anything you got, you want to do anything? Um, shout out to Converge Media. I mean, we're still Emmy winners, you know. Like, <laughs> gonna toot my own horn. Why not, BB? Thomas the Train. Um, Converge Media, and shout out to right now. Shout out to the, the community we're putting together. What I don't know what annual will be, but we're doing our South Side versus East Side game for the community. Yes, and sir. Got food and and toys and you know games for the kids. So I think that's you know community matters the most. So that's very important to me that people were able to put their time to the side, put the resources together, you know, and say, hey, let's 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 just do this because we started it seven years ago. And uh, it's been a while since we did it with the pandemic and everything. So it just everybody wanted to put their business affairs to the side and say, hey, let's do this, you know, right now. I think it's dope. So shout out to everybody involved with that. That's what's up, man. I want to shout out Top Tier uh, Frenchies 206, which is you, man. You're doing your thing. Um, beautiful puppy, man. You guys are creating these beautiful dogs, man. Great bloodline and healthy. Shout out to Top Tier. Um, shout out to Kiss My Pris Boutique. Shout out to my girl Janae out there. Uh, I actually have another friend in Janae that has Seven Scale Boutique. Um, it's a lot of ladies that show love, man, and I appreciate it. Like you said, we got a Southside versus Eastside game coming up. 
Um, we also got our smoke and float coming up. So June's going to heat up as Seattle is finally. Um, I want to shout out Seattle for shining Summer for Summer just started. That's what people It was 80 degrees yesterday, bro. It, it, it been hot. It, Seattle sticks true to itself. Yeah. The summer's going to come when summer comes. Real seasons, huh? Yeah, real yeah, real seasons. Yeah, man. But other than that, man, it's been a great episode. I want to thank everybody for supporting us, man, for watching, for sharing, for reposting. Um, me and bro, really, really thankful. Like, we started out with Converge, man, and oh, just always gave us motivation. And man, said stay, stay with it and stuck with it. And to be elevated, man, means everything. So shout out to O, shout out to E, shout out to Sal, shout out to Shay, man, all my people, man, here at Converge, man, Trey, man, all, everybody, bro. It's a big family. My dude Proof, man, came in, you know, like a wrecking ball. And just like Vi says, man, never forget to talk your ish. Never forget, man. Never forget, man. Never forget to talk to you, man. So I'm really, I'm VI. It's Factors TV. It's episode Emmy boys. something. Emmy boys, man. Um, episode what? 24. 24, yeah, that's right. Episode Emmy 24. Doing the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns, that's that Jackson jazz. Doing the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. Blast. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blows.